Welcome to the Divine Rebel Podcast with me, Pavitra Banavar. I'm an intuitive mentor, human design expert, and energy healer. This podcast is for the spiritual woman and entrepreneur who is ready to drop the shoulds in all aspects of life. Join me every week as we talk about all things spirituality, inclusivity, human design, and business. Hey guys, I am coming to you today on Halloween. Um, I hope you guys are all having a great Sunday. Um, If you are joining me on the podcast, I will also be putting this up on my podcast. If you're joining me over there, welcome back to another episode. Um, I wanted to just come on today and talk about um, something that has kind of been coming up for me a lot lately, something that I've really been noticing a lot more um, like in the online space and something that I've kind of been, I guess, pointing out to other people, but also something that I've had pointed out to me a lot um, is just this idea of the importance of the language that we use, um, how we're saying certain things, and kind of how that can lead to spiritual leadism. Um, I know that that is something that does come up a lot is like this idea that, you know, when you're in the spiritual community that people can feel like there are those people who think that they are kind of at the top or the people who feel like they have all the answers and that you need to like go to them in order to receive these answers or anything like that. And so that's something that has kind of been um, coming up for me a lot is that I've been seeing how people kind of use this language that's like inaccessible to others, that it almost feels like either you don't really know what they're trying to say or that it's, you know, you would need to like work with them or go to them in order to like be on the same level with them or like understand what they're saying. And I just find this to be such an interesting phenomenon that happens in the spiritual industry where like people do kind of use these terms that like, you don't really know what they're trying to say and they're not really being like straightforward with it. Um, and I find that really interesting. So uh, if you have followed me for a while or if you kind of know my story, you know that I also work as a nurse. Um, and so I think this is kind of where this topic was kind of coming to me um, because as a nurse, like we're always kind of taught that you need to make your words, your education, all of these things um, accessible to your patients, right? Like this idea that you always are assessing like your patient's education level, um, whether they're understanding the the teaching, whether, you know, you need to maybe change the way that you're teaching them and all of these things. Like uh, we talk about this a lot through nursing school. And then obviously uh, when you're practicing as a nurse, you spend most of your time sort of like educating your patients. It's what we spend a lot of time, especially like in the hospital setting and stuff, um, or in any setting, I guess, like in healthcare, you spend a lot of time educating your patients, making sure that they're understanding like what their doctors have said or what, you know, the medication is and all of those things. I'm not going to get into like the, obviously the technical aspects. Um, but I was kind of equating like being a nurse to, kind of what I see in the spiritual industry now that I've kind of like shifted into this type of work. And 
I was thinking about how it's really interesting how people don't take into account kind of what level their their clients might be, or even just like your, you know, um, audience on Instagram, even if you're not like in a one-to-one or group setting, like with your clients, but like, even if you're just posting something on Instagram or whatever, it's like, people don't really take into account kind of like, what level are people at? Like, I think that people tend to think that if you're using all these like big words and kind of making it seem like you know all these things that other people don't know, that it almost makes you seem like, okay, well, you're the expert and you're the person that they should be going to as opposed to making it feel like, okay, you're on the same level as me. Like she understands what I'm going through or like, you know, if I, if I talk to her, she's going to get my journey and all of those things. Like we're really seeing this thing. That's why I'm, you know, I kind of equated to like spiritual elitism because it does feel like people act like they have all of these like answers and, you know, codes and all the things that other people don't have when really it's like, to me at least, I mean, I I look at the spiritual community as, you know, a way to come together as a way for people to really kind of go through this journey together, even though we're all obviously going through our own, um, like healing journey, shadow work, all that stuff. Like, even though we're going through our own, you know, individual journeys, that you're kind of coming to the spiritual community um, to kind of find people who are like-minded. But yet, I think what ends up happening is that you tend to kind of feel like almost isolated um, because you're seeing all these people who are, you know, talking about things that you can't relate to or you don't really understand what they're saying, but you don't really want to like you know, act like you're dumb and that you don't know. And so, you know, like all of those things. And so I think that's why this idea of um, like when I was thinking about it in terms of like nursing and how we come at the idea of like educating our patients, there's never this like feeling of, oh, they're so dumb. Like they don't understand what I'm trying to teach them. It's always about like, we're even taught to even just like at a baseline kind of, you know, teach from a level of like, okay, you're um, all of your patients have the same education level, let's say, like, let's say they're all at like a certain education level and that's where you start. Like that's your baseline because from there you can kind of assess, okay, well this person, you know, speaks English or, you know, they speak a different language or, you know, what type of like method do I need to use in order to educate them? Are they more visual? Are they more of a, um, auditory learner, all of those things is like, you know, we're constantly having to like assess those things in our patients. And, you know, and here I feel like you come into the space and all of a sudden it just becomes something where we kind of assume that everyone like is on the same level for some reason. Like we don't even stop to think that, you know, okay, like, are they understanding kind of like what I'm saying or, you know, do I need to make this language a little more accessible to my followers, to my audience so that they can actually understand where I'm coming from? Like, I just see a lot of people that feel like if they are stringing together a bunch of big words together, that it makes it seem like, oh, you're so smart. And 
and I know this is like, you know, you can see this in any aspect of life. It's not just the spiritual community. You know, I know that there are people who just naturally speak in that way and all these things. And so like, you know, it could just be the way that they naturally are. And so it's, you know, maybe they don't even realize that they're doing it. But I find that, you know, this happens a lot with like, the way that we talk about certain things in the spiritual community only because there's so many different aspects. There's so many different, you know, interests and things that people are into. And, you know, and so like you can go, I don't know, you can go down all these rabbit holes, right? Like that's the whole thing with the spiritual community. But I really find that like people don't take the time to really like stop and think like, okay, is the way that I'm speaking, um, hey Steph, yeah, um, like, uh, like, you know, am I actually speaking in a way that people can understand, you know, what I'm trying to get across? Like, it's great to just say like, okay, here's a bunch of big words that I'm using that, you know, makes it seem like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to talk about these like huge concepts, but then your audience might walk away really just feeling like, oh my God, she is so much more enlightened or whatever than me. And I could never be at that level. And that's where I think that we get into these like dangerous territories of people feeling like there are like these like elitist, you know, sort of spiritual people who like, you could never get to their level. You could never reach that. And I find that that's like so odd because it's like, like I said earlier, like we're all on our own spiritual journey to begin with. So to think that like someone has something that you don't have and all of that, like is already like such a dangerous sort of slippery slope that we go down. But I think it's like also this idea that people like, you know, since I've kind of been in this space, I've like heard, you know, all these like words thrown around. Like, you know, I talk about it all the time, like people saying things like they're downloading things they're channeling things and they have codes for certain things. Like all of these like ways of speaking that can really make like other people feel like, oh, am I missing something? Like, okay, I don't have the codes for certain things. Like, am I missing the point or like, you know, like, is there something that I don't have that that person, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I feel like this is where we kind of get into this thing of like where the importance of language really comes into play in the spiritual community, because as more people kind of come in and are seeing all of these things, I feel like, you know, if you're somebody who is a spiritual practitioner, who is, you know, actually like helping guide others on their spiritual journey at whatever level, you know, whether you're helping people who are kind of new and helping them with their like awakening, or if you're, you know, kind of working with people who have been on this journey for years, I feel like we really need to maybe get to a point where we are really assessing like the type of language that we're using because you want people to feel included and you want that inclusivity without it feeling like, okay, you know, I'm looking at this person and she seems like so much more like enlightened, like I said. And I find that like we use that, you know, especially in like the coaching industry, there is that, that term of like expanders, right? Like, oh, she's an expander. I want to, you know, be like her. I want to like emulate her. Or if I'm in her energy, I will naturally, you know, like my energy will, um, kind of expand with hers or, you know, whatever we, whatever that, that thinking is, but we have these things of like people being expanders for each other. And 
I think that that can, that's where that importance of language can come in, right? Because if you, if you consider yourself as someone who wants to be an expander for others, like if you're someone in the coaching industry, who's like, you know, doing great things in terms of like, not only the work that you're doing, but okay, if you're also making lots of money from it and you're somebody who people are looking up to and saying, okay, well, you know, I could be doing the work I want and be making money like her. If you're somebody who, who is considered an expander for others, you want that, you want to be, you know, accessible for people. Like you want them to look up to you as, okay, she's an expander, but also she's somebody I can relate to. Like if people are always looking at you, like you're some kind of like godlike creature that they could never live up to, you know, I think that that's where it gets really dangerous and where, you know, you start to see people who it seems like, like they, they tend to be on this other level that other people feel like, oh my God, if only I could get up to her level, if only I could like, you know, get next to her, you know, what, like think about what I could do without it being like, well, you could do that for yourself without needing anyone else. Right. We don't need anyone else to be our expander. Like you could be your own expander. You know, you just thinking about your next level, you know, your higher self, like is you being an expander for yourself? Um, Steph says, Ooh, so true. I actually received that feedback from a cousin. She loved my readings, but felt out of place because she didn't understand some words I used. Um, huge wake up call for me. I picked up so many terms I myself didn't know at first. Yeah. That's such a good point. Like that idea of like, we use these words that we don't even understand, right? Because we see someone else say it and we're just like, oh, okay, that's what we need to, like, if we do, if we can just speak like that, then, you know, I, I somehow will like feel more spiritual or I'll somehow feel like, okay, I'm doing it right. And I think that is what happens in this space is that you hear someone use a word, you know, I, the thought that was coming to me like earlier was, even when you see people speak in like light languages and all of these things that, okay, fine. Like I'm not going to sit here and, you know, judge or say anything like that. You know, that's not what this is about, but like you see these people like do these things and then other people are like, Oh, look at her. Like she's so much more enlightened. She's like downloading or channeling like, you know, light language from star seeds and like all of these things. And, and I feel like that is where we kind of get away from this, like, this idea of what spirituality is, like, especially if you're, you know, like, if it's like a grounded thing for you. I mean, like, I speak a lot about practical spirituality for this reason, because it's so easy to kind of get caught up in, like, all these different things. And then we kind of forget about like, okay, what is the actual meaning and the essence of what it means to be spiritual? Because we're just like, oh, okay, well, I need to like, you know, have all these skills and, and I need to be picking up all of these like different ways of being spiritual, you know, like channeling starseed beings, like all of these things that, I mean, sure, if you, if you do it, if it comes to you, if it's something that is like meant for you, then you will do it. But I think that we kind of tend to get caught up in thinking that like, that's the way we need to be spiritual. And so for me, like this idea of coming back to almost basics with it, um, and I think that's why, like, I had the thought of, like, as a nurse and the way that, that we speak to our patients, it's like, you know, I think that it, it, it never felt to me like people were saying like, oh, dumb it down, like for your patients or like, you know, make it, 
you know, um, like, like think of them as children or anything like that. Because honestly, like, especially when you work, like, um, the area I live in is very diverse. Like if you work with like diverse patient populations, like you're going to encounter so many different types of people who have, you know, different language, um, needs who have like just different, you know, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, like anything that, you then have to kind of tailor what you're teaching your patients based on their life. Like you can't just give them this like blanket statement of like, okay, this is what you do. And I think that's where this was kind of coming in for me is this idea of like the importance of language, because like, I know that, you know, there's so many different practitioners, like spiritual practitioners out there. Right. And there's like someone for everyone. I mean, you may not, you know, like the way that I speak or the way that I teach or any of those things, but you may go and, you know, love the way that somebody else, you know, teaches something and maybe the way that they use their words, maybe if they do use big words and, you know, like have these very complex sentences, you might really resonate with that and that's fine. But I feel like on the whole, there is like this idea that I see people who almost like, just throw these big words out there in a way that almost makes it seem like they aren't trying to connect with like just everyday people who are on a spiritual journey. It almost makes it feel like, okay, you need to like be speaking some other language in order to work with me, in order to resonate with me. Like I've even, you know, I've had this before where I've like, you know, signed up for courses and all these things and the person, even though I was like, wow, okay, I like their energy. I, you know, I also was like, I kind of like look up to what they are doing in the industry. But at the same time, like if I'm listening to you and I'm literally like, okay, I have to go back and listen to this like 10 times in order to understand like even the basics of what you're saying, like it is going to disconnect me from your work because at the end of the day, it's going to make me feel like, am I not smart enough to like understand what this person is saying? Like, and I know we talk a lot about like energetics and how like you can just pick up what people are saying and like your soul just knows it and all that. I know we talk about that stuff, but on a basic human level, I myself have not found that to be the truth. Like I, and I'm being like honest with you guys that I have not found that to be the truth because if I'm listening to you and I'm not understanding, or if my brain is not able to figure out what the fuck it is that you're saying, trust me, like that is not going to make me feel like, oh, but on some level, my soul understands. So it's okay. It's going to make me feel like, yeah, I'm not really like resonating with this person anymore because like, if you, if you can't like, I don't know, cause you, you, you know, like, and I'm sure you've all seen it where like, you've heard somebody like string together all of these words and you're almost like, what, what are they even trying to say? Like I, I, and I see this all the time. Like I go on people's like Instagrams or, you know, like watch us like a story or a live or something. And I'm like, if I'm literally like, did you just string together just like random words in a sentence that made it seem like you were really like, smart or whatever like like that makes me question whether you are somebody I can relate to on a level because you know it it brings up all of those like insecurities right like for all of us like if you're talking to somebody and you're like oh my god okay like if I say something that doesn't sound as smart as as them like you know are they gonna judge me and like that brings up all of that that self-doubt and those insecurities that you could have around something and I think that's why like I find this idea of like spiritual elitism so 
like important because you see it a lot. Like we tend to like elevate these people to a level where it's like, oh my God, like they have all the answers and it's like, do they though? Like, <laughs> um, let me go back and read some of these. Um, Shannon said, yes, spiritual is personal. Yeah. Um, we must guide from the soul and trust. We will resonate with exactly who we are meant to, uh, love this back to the basics. Yeah, exactly. Um, Steph says, I'll catch myself rewatching a reading I did and be like, wow, sis, I could have said that in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. But at least you're like, you, you can like look back at that and, and really like kind of take in that feedback for yourself even and say, oh, okay. Like I catch myself doing that. Cause I mean, I'm sure we all do. I'm sure like, you know, we want to like elaborate and make everything sound perfect and all of these things when really it's like, oh, okay, that was really simple, but I was kind of, you know, making that concept really like complicated or whatever. Um, yeah. Even, uh, what Shannon said about like guiding from the soul and trust will resonate with exactly who we're meant to. And that's exactly where I'm, I was, you know, coming from too, because honestly, like we're not all meant for everyone, right? Like that's the whole point of being in this space is like, there's, there's somebody for everyone in the online space. Like, I mean, let's face it. Like there are so many people doing this work now that if you don't resonate with this person, you just move on and you'll find somebody else that you resonate with. So it is about finding the person. And that's why I'm saying like, even the people who, you know, I'm saying like, are kind of speaking in these terms that it's like, oh, I don't really understand. It's like, okay, maybe they're not really meant for me. Like, but maybe someone else will come in and just immediately resonate with them and say, oh my God, okay, everything they're saying like hits me, I, whatever. But I also get this feeling a little bit and, and okay, because, and you guys can kind of tell me if this is true or not for you. I feel like there are people who will just pretend to get the thing even if they don't get it, like they'll just kind of be like, oh, wow, that person's so deep. And that person like, you know, spoke to my soul, even if they're not really understanding what that person is saying, like they're just going to go along with it because they don't want to seem like they didn't get it or they, you know, like, yeah, it just, it wasn't really like, you know, computing and yet you're just going to kind of go along with it. And I found that, like, I feel like I see that all the time, you know, with things like when I, when I'm on like people's master classes and all these things and I'm sitting there, like, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, you know, but then you'll like have all of these people who are like, Oh my God, everything you're saying is brilliant and amazing. And I'm like, is it though? Like, you know, and, and it merely makes me question kind of like what we're doing here where it's like, I don't know, like we're, it's like, we're scared to kind of just give that feedback of like, Hey, that didn't resonate with me or like, you know, whatever that person was saying, like it didn't like hit for me, but I feel like we're, we're really quick to kind of go along with it because we just have to kind of be like, yeah, okay. Like, cause she's so big in the industry and everyone's talking about her that if I'm the person that's like, I don't understand what, what she's even talking about. It's like, it makes you feel like, you know, you're the Debbie Downer and like, um, yes, not everyone will admit to things going over their head. I think it's that elitist shame in the space. Yeah, exactly. I, I do too. I think it is that like the shame that people will feel if they're like, Hey, like, you know, could you maybe use like everyday words? Like, I find that to be the thing that like, I think if we made that one shift into like using that everyday language, like if we could just, and I think that's why I was, I was equating it to my experience as a nurse, because it's like, if you could just 
explain it to people in a way that is like you use everyday words that they will understand like that could go a huge way in making a difference in like in people's lives because honestly like and this is something that I've been told before like in in readings I've had with other people where they always say to me like oh you're somebody who explains things in a way that people will understand and you know like and to me that just kind of seems like well yeah of course like you know because I don't speak that way like all the time so obviously to me it's just like it's a given or whatever but yeah I do think that there are a lot of people who feel like if I am not speaking in this way that sounds like I have all the answers and that like you know there's something that I've like you know, whatever channel down that has come to me and all that. And I'm like, even my guides don't talk to me in these big words. Like, I mean, if I'm being brutally honest, like even my guides come to me in this very like succinct sort of like, this is the answer. Yes or no. <laughs> like it, they don't come to me in this way that is like, oh my God, the words are elaborate. Like I just, it just, it just doesn't come to me that way. And so I feel like when I'm hearing other people who make it seem like, like the words just come in that way and that they're then meant to like go and share this with like the collective. It makes it feel like, but, but like, why would your guides even come in in that way that makes it seem like you're not relatable to people? Because like, you know, I would think that like a lot of the collective wants it in a way that feels like, wow, she's on my level. She gets me like, you know, whether it's like, okay, you swear or you, you know, you crack jokes. Like you're like, oh, okay, my guides came in. Like I always joke about how my guides are like really sassy. And, you know, and even like readings I've had, people are always like, oh, your guides come in like real, like, <laughs> you know, like real, like hot. And I'm just like, yeah, I know this because, you know, it's like, it's just a joke and it's supposed to be funny and not like a, okay, my guides come in in this way that is like, I don't know, like I'm channeling something or I'm getting some code that no one else has. Like I find all of these things to be like, it, it almost like puts that distance between you and your audience or your clients where it's like, you're almost this like untouchable person because you, you make it seem like, you know, I am like up on this like pedestal and then there's all of you that I'm just like speaking down to. And that is what I find to be so hard to like, understand in this space I think that is why like when this this was like coming to me and it was like okay you need to share this I was like and and I mean I've had this conversation with people one-on-one -on -one, like where I'm always like am I the only one who doesn't understand like what these codes are am I the only one who like doesn't get what's happening here but I think that's also because like a lot of people like I said are just willing to kind of go along with like these people that they see where they're like, oh, if I'm the person who calls it out or if I'm the person who questions it, you know, it's like, I think Steph said it up here. Um, let me not question this because 14,000 people seem to understand. So <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's like, if all of these other people are going along with it and they're all agreeing and they're all talking about how amazing this person is, am I going to be the person who is going to like call it out or who's going to like question it and be like, hey, can you maybe like say that in a way that like I never have once and like in the time I've been in this space, like I've never once like had someone question the way that someone at like says something if that, if, you know, and I'm not sure if any of you have, 
Um, let me know if you have, but like, I have never once had someone like on a live, on a masterclass, on a whatever, like ever just be like, can you say that in terms that like everyday language, can you say it in a way, like you say it in a different, I've never had someone say it. I've like, I feel like everyone is just always like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. Like just going along with it. And I might be sitting there and, you know, and I'm like, does everyone here like actually get what's going on? Like, and maybe, maybe it's up to me. Like maybe if I questioned it, but honestly, most of the time I'm just like, you know, I, I like can see what's happening here. So I just kind of like let it go. Cause most of the time those things don't really ever like resonate with me anyway. So I don't ever really question it, but I just find it fascinating that people just like are all like going along with it. Um, Steph said, yes, even my guides, they speak to me in terms I understand. Can you imagine if they have guidance you had to decipher? Yeah. I think the angel numbers and stuff alone are enough for me to like, (laughs) to decipher. Uh, my guides put me in my place and there ain't no big words involved. Yeah, no, same. Like my guides are always just very like straightforward. And even like when it comes to like, you know, if I've done like Akashic record readings, like any of that stuff, it always comes through in a way that is like, it's usually just like quick little phrases that like I can understand that my clients can understand. It never comes through in this like elaborate way. That's like, Hey, I don't know like what this is meant to be. Like I've never had that experience. And so I'm not sure if other people's guides are, I hate to say it, but like smarter than mine. I don't know, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, I just, I wanted to just come on and, and, and just talk about this a little bit. Um, because I liked the way my guides kind of like brought it in for me, like, you know, um, comparing it to being a nurse. Like I thought that that was kind of like a really interesting perspective to kind of share because as much as I know that people in the spiritual community are like against science now, but you know, as a healthcare professional, it's like, I think I kind of do come at it from different perspectives because like, obviously, you know, learning, kind of like that, that idea of it. I mean, because like obviously in nursing school, we also like, not only did we have to learn about like how to educate patients, but you also learned about like, you know, cultural awareness, all of that stuff. And I think all of those things like have made a difference because like coming into the space, I kind of always bring in that, that teaching, right. Of like, okay, are you assessing kind of how your like, like your patients or your clients, like, you know, how do they understand things? Like if they're not understanding it, like, are you able to tweak the way that you teach it? You know, cause like we talk a lot about like accessibility and like all of the things here, but I feel like there aren't a lot of people who practice what they preach. Cause it's like, I think that people are still used to just like delivering things the way that they have always delivered them in terms of, you know, Um, like even when you see people talk about like their downloads and channels and codes, it's like people are still delivering information in that way that makes it seem really inaccessible to people because it's like, like I, like when I started hearing the term codes, I was like, what is everyone talking about? Like, what do they mean? Like, like, what are these codes that you're getting? Like, I don't understand what that is, you know? And, and I feel like people have never really stopped to like explain what they mean. Like they just say it like it's a normal everyday thing that people hear like oh I have the codes to like the master class I'm teaching and I'm like that doesn't mean anything like those are literally words you just strung together <laughs> like that that actually has no meaning so it's like but we don't stop to think about that right because we just like want to make it seem like 
here, come to my masterclass and like, I will impart this like whatever wisdom that I've gotten. So yeah, sorry, this is just me getting up on my high horse about it. But um, as Shannon said, if I have to Google what words mean, I'm out. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. <laughs> like if you're speaking to me in words that I don't understand, I'm like, you know what, this is this is too complicated. Like this is not what I'm here for. Uh, Steph said, yeah, that comparison was solid. We are dealing with wellness as spiritual practitioners. So I loved how you explained it. Thank you. Buzzwords come out and it's this expectation that everyone woke should know them. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a great point. It's like, there's never this like time when it's like, I ex like people have explained what that actually means. It's just, uh, like I said, like just, you're just expected to know, you know, even when people kind of change up when they're using certain words like i know for a while people were talking about like downloading and then like it changed to channeling and so then it was like okay are you still doing the same thing are you doing something different like i'm confused and then when codes came out like all of these like buzzwords i think that's like th that's the great way to say it, like buzzwords you know and that's where this like importance of language you know comes in is because if you are just constantly going along with the buzzwords, it's like, you need to explain, like, what does that mean to you? Like, why are you using that buzzword? You know, it's like, I don't know. Cause yeah, like, I think that when, when we just start using these, these words, I'm trying to think of, of like a, like a buzzword I've been hearing lately. Um, I can't think of anything right now that people have been using, but, um, there's so many of them and they change all the time because it's like, whatever is the newest thing that people are, are using, um, shit, I hate when I say I'm downloading and I do that no more. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've done it too in the past. Like I've, I've totally been like, Oh, I, I downloaded that. Or like I channeled that. And, you know, I, but I think it, it just takes away from what it actually is. Right. Like, it's like, you're having a thought basically, right. Like you're having a thought come in. And I think that that's where, I think the reason I'm equating it to spiritual elitism is because I see a lot of people who do it in like the coaching industry where people say, um, you know, I downloaded like my latest offering or, you know, I downloaded like my latest course or something. And to me, like, and then when I'm actually like watching their business from the outside, it's like, are you actually downloading these things? Or is it like, you just have a set, like, you know, thing that you're doing with your business. Like you can see where they like have put out offer after offer that kind of have to do with the same thing. And it doesn't feel like you're downloading it. It just feels like, oh, okay, you found a topic you wanted to talk about and you're just putting out offers. Like, so I think that's where I kind of like, I call bullshit on it because I'm like, okay, you're not really like downloading these things. It's like, yeah, maybe you just had a thought for, oh, this is what I want to do today. You know? Um, yeah. Codes, high vibes, downloads. <laughs> Remember when 5D was everywhere? Yeah. I know. <laughs> and now I feel like people don't really say 5D anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, light worker was huge too for a while. Yes. Yeah. Light worker. I don't think people really call us light workers anymore. I think now we're all just healers. Like, I think that's the new term. Um, but yeah, so many things, but, um, I'm going to kind of wrap this up now, but I hope that you guys found this interesting. I, I love just coming on and, and talking about these things that come to me. Cause I feel like there's just so many of these like topics out there that, um, maybe people notice, but don't really like, you know, talk about or, uh, speak out against just cause, you know, I feel like we're all just kind of 
going along with things. And um, so I kind of I wanted to just start this this conversation about this idea. So uh, if anyone wants to leave comments uh, and like I said, this is also going to be up on my podcast so you guys can you know listen to it there as well if you don't want to sit through the live. But um Thank you guys for tuning in all your comments. I loved it. Um, this was such a great conversation. I am glad that this was like resonating with you guys. So yeah, but I'm just going to wrap this up. I hope you guys all have a great, uh, Halloween tonight. Be safe. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at flowinshakti. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.